Welcome once again to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and you can find me on Twitter at Bob McDonald. Joining me, of course, is my co-host, Matt Dudek. Hey there, everybody. Matt, of course, you can find on Twitter at Horizon Matt. You can follow the podcast on Twitter as well at Horizon RT, and you can follow us on the web at HorizonRoundtable.com. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found. And Matt, I guess this is like the kind of the official start of our season, I guess. I mean, the I fall fan sure form was, not. but you know. <laughs> why but, not? That's everything's well, all a mess what? anyway. That is true. I think if you're listening to this, I believe this is the week where practices can officially start. So, you know, we're there. <laughs> you wouldn't know it with you wouldn't know it by the way the scheduling is, but we'll get into that later. So, um, but yeah, I, I so and we and not to disappoint all of you, we are definitely going to have a line uh, a lineup of you know of I don't want to jinx it. I want to make sure we get all these hammered away. Um, to, we got the, first of all, we have pre, our preview week is coming up on the week of the 25th. So go to horizon with the week of the 25th, be sure to go to horizonroundtable.com. Um, get all of our, you know, all of our picks, all of our prognostications Matt, you and I are actually writing previews this year. We are. I'm excited. I'm, I'm glad that, I mean, I stay out of the way to let other people have it, but I'm not mad to be doing that for, uh, we're going to keep it a surprise. I'm going to keep it a surprise which one I'm doing. So, Or are so we just going to assume I'm doing Robert Morris? Is that the case? <laughs> uh, you will not be, actually. Um, I will not be. Yes, um, you will not be. Actually, Chris Capella, who you may have heard, all of you may have heard on, on the Fall Fan Forum uh, a couple weeks ago, he is uh, he is going to be uh, chipping in for the preview. Hopefully we can get him on board for a little bit more over the season for uh, Robert Morris. But um, at the very least, we got him for we got him on board for the preview. So we're looking forward to hearing that. Um, We've got a lot of good things going. Like truly, our our writers are are knocking stuff out. We're getting all of our predictions together. I'm excited for what we're putting out here. I just realized I didn't do my I I put my predictions in for the uh, my I put my preseason rankings in, and I'm already regretting it. <laughs> yeah, of course. I, I put mine in about. I have, I have not. I, I'll be and John John Parker, who by the way is going to be putting all this together for us. Um, the preseason rankings and the preseason all league teams. Um. As as he did last year, John is going to be putting all that stuff together for us, and he's going to shoot me because I haven't given him my all league teams yet. Um, You're setting but, a real bad example there, Bob. For I, everybody, well, I'm sorry. Six through ten is going to be super tough this year. Just it throw really him in a hat, pull it out, and let let it go. All right. I mean, six yeah. through ten for me, it's it was two through twelve that was was difficult. Why would it be two, three? I'm sorry. Oh, you are you referring to? I'm six through ten. I'm referring to the all league teams. It sounds like you're referring oh. to. Yeah, that was bad. Oh, we're we're. I guarantee you, we're we're going to immediately regret all of the picks we made. I'm sure. I I know. I already regret some of mine. And that I'm going to look dumber than usual, which is saying something. Yeah. So we'll actually have a conversation about that with uh, John on the week of the 20. Uh, the week actually, it will be we'll be recording that November 1st because he'll be on board with us. Um, and Matt, actually, we there is one confirmation we do. I do want to make sure that we talk about um, to, and this one's this one's good. You, man, Tony Paul uh, is going to be joining us. Uh, he's from the Detroit News, I believe. And right. yeah, so, well, and that yeah. one's huge because he, he covers two teams better locally than most get. 
He covers uh, Oakland and Detroit Mercy, and he does a yep. really great job. He, I mean, I'm not, his his coverage of Oakland's better. I think Detroit Mercy fans tend to think he's biased, but I think he does a great job with what he can get. Uh, Detroit Mercy doesn't like to put out a lot of information, where Oakland's not afraid to. And uh, Tony and Coach Campy seem to be hanging out a lot, so he gets great information. He knows what's going on, so really well, excited was, to hear from him on the on and, what he's got. Just, and obviously, and not just that. I know he, you know, oh, in years past, he's been kind of the go. He's he's kind of jumped in with some of the, the conference stuff in general too. So, um, he's you know, a dude. He's, That's basically what it comes down to. Yeah. I mean, we, we've got some good, we've got some good, you know, we, we they, they are dwindling, of course. Um, the, the coverage is, you know, especially on the, on the newspaper front is pretty few and far between, um, depending upon where you are, but you know, Tony Paul's a good one. Uh, you know, last, as you remember last year, we had, uh, John Vargo from the, uh, Tribune, or the Warren Tribune Chronicle. Uh, is Vargo covered, is Vargo got a son that's playing on Youngstown? Is that what I saw? I have no idea. There's a Vargo that's a walk on this year, and I went, "Ooh, is that possibly the same?" I don't no, I don't think so. I didn't think John was old enough. I didn't. Think I don't. I don't know these things. So. I don't know, but you know, you know, we're not going to have him on this season because we got Tony Paul coming on because we got we're loaded up. So unfortunately. If he, Maybe we can ask him next year. Maybe we can ask him some other time. Like, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. I'm, I'm, dig- <laughs> I'm digging into that as, as, we're, as we're talking. I'm going to find this answer. I'm so happy that you are. But, yeah, so Tony Paul, uh, Tony Paul, week of November 8th, we're absolutely going to have him on. Um, next couple weeks, don't want to jinx it, but you don't, you, you know, I know we can hammer the two, next two down, and we're, you definitely don't want to miss those guys. Um, you know, you know, look out for, uh, we'll make an announcement on horizon RT, our Twitter account. Um, and you definitely don't want to miss that. Um, and then of course, you know, crossing our fingers, cause this is actually going to be very, uh, I'm not sure if this is going to be useful. I mean, I don't know how we're going to be able to swing this, especially considering how the scheduling for schools is going on these days. Um, we're going to attempt to have our third annual student media forum and, that's going to be an adventure because uh, we're planning to do that the week, uh, you know, the week of the 22nd, which is literally, which is we usually do the, the, that the week that the season starts. And usually in the last couple of years, we, that's been like the second week of November. But, Matt, as you well know, obviously everything has moved up and this, the start of the season is the day before Thanksgiving. Which causes all kinds of interesting issues, not the least of which being that most of the students, there's a lot of students um, who are going to be probably leaving their campuses and doing completely online classes after the after Thanksgiving. So that's going to be interesting, but. But everything's yeah, just different. It's fine. We it we can really handle is, that. But, you know, obviously we you know we'll, we'll we'll make it work. We made it work last year. We made it work the year. Well, last year we made it work last year. Even though I know, I think when we recorded last year, it was uh we had um we had scheduled it right in the middle of a student media conference. That was awesome. Yeah, because uh, Sienna no was dri- was driving when she joined Sierra, us. Sierra Newton, yeah, from the sorry, uh, from Sierra. Northern, over at uh, who was the sports editor at the Northerner at uh, Northern Kentucky at the time. Yeah, she was on her way back, and I know we tried to get somebody from the Cleveland State Caller, and they, I believe they were at the same conference, so so they couldn't make it, and they didn't want a chance trying to figure out how to do what Sierra did, so, yep. <laughs> which is fine, totally understandable, but yeah. She was, so. she was committed. I appreciated that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely got to miss it. You can't miss that, so... But yeah, the so we'll make it work. I know we'll have a few. I'm sure we'll have a few 
uh, on board on board for next uh, for this this upcoming student media forum in what chamber and um, we're going to have lots obviously we're going to have lots to talk about because you know the, the uncertainty of the scheduling which me i'm assuming we'll have figured out but the uncertainty of how they're going to do their jobs in the capacity of covering the teams that they are in the midst of the fact that you're going to be doing this in the non-conference there's a good chance they're not going to be they're not going to set foot on campus for probably a month and a half at least a month and a half in some cases maybe longer so i so i'm sure that's going to be something that we talk about but yeah you definitely don't want to miss that unless you know unless nobody wants to participate in this just me and matt again <laughs> we can do that. We're good for it too. We are good. To, we are. We are. So yeah. So we pretty much droned on about kind of what's coming up for the next few weeks. Um, a little longer than I thought we were going to. But before we get into the whole scheduling thing, because I absolutely want to talk about that this episode, because it, you know, as of right now, there is really nothing set in stone for anybody at the moment. Matt, you had a very good week as an Oakland alum. I did. You very you you did. Why don't you want uh, so for those so Matt, why don't you describe for those of those who were not who are not in the know why why it was good to be an Oakland alum this past week. Not only honestly, not only was it good to be an Oakland alum, it's a good good day for Horizon League. Um when yes. you can have Curtis Granderson from UIC interviewing Mike Brassow, who went to Oakland and hit a game winning um home run for Tampa Bay in the uh ALCS at that point? Yep. No, um, the ALDS. The ALDS. Yeah, sorry, ALDS. To send them to the ALCS. Um, that's a pretty cool thing. And Granderson even called out the Horizon League connection between those two. So, um, yeah, you had an Oakland alum hitting a uh, game-winning uh, home run off of uh, Chapman for uh, New York Yankees. Sorry if there's Yankee fans out there, like my brother. Not sorry because it's a role to Chapman. Well, right. Um, sorry. So at the same time that you have him doing that, representing Oakland, and he's He's an undrafted Oakland person making it in the pros. You also had another undrafted Oakland person making it in the pros and Kendrick Nunn um, yes. putting, in, putting in some major minutes for Miami um, and helping push to uh, game six, which is played tonight. We're recording on Sunday. So um, don't know how that's going to play out. But, you know, for Kendrick Nunn, who was um, rookie of the year runner up to uh, Ja Morant, which is, you know, nothing, nothing to be ashamed of um, what he's been doing. You know, it's too bad that he got sick and he had a bunch of personal stuff come up getting into the bubble. Yeah. Um, so it kind of pushed him out of the, you know, he's, he started every game for them pre-bubble. So he it's did. too bad that his, his roles diminished a little bit, but he's been ready when he's been called off the bench. Um, yep. and he's, 14. he's been having a great time. So, uh, he, yeah. He contributed five. 14 points, uh, in game five and delayed the LeBron coronation of the Disney trophy, you know, which so, is what I'm calling the NBA championship this year, the Disney trophy. <laughs> uh, it was recommended that 10, nine become Oakland university's, um, you know, Golden Grizzly Alumni Day, you know, like Golden going Grizzly forward. Golden Grizzly Alumni Day, yes. And, I, and that's not even the dumbest thing Randy's ever said. So um, trust me, I know I lived with him for a long time. Um, <laughs> so I mean, it made sense. It's it was it really was a great day for Oakland University Athletics to to have these pros doing these things, and a great day for Horizon League too. When when right. Horizon League people can can put in that kind of contribution in their sports championship, it proves that it doesn't matter if you come out of the Horizon League, you don't need to go to Duke or. Uh, or Florida or wherever, you know, you can, you can do these things out of the horizon exactly. league and get to where you want to be. So it was a exactly. really, really great day for Oakland and, and the league. 
I believe you were also trying to uh, you are also trying to claim uh, Joaquin Buckley from for Oakland too. Joaquin Buckley, for those of you who have, who follow Twitter, is that is the guy from you is the MMA fighter from UFC who oh my god that is the craziest kick knockout ever kicked the guy right between the eyes and knocked him flat out. Look, I'm I am not even a UFC guy. Nor like, am I. I'm just not into it. But I watched that like three times and then handed the phone to my wife, who's not really a big sports person. And she looked at it and she watched it two or three times going, holy shit. Like <laughs> that is like that. That's the So, yeah, he's probably an Oakland University alumni, too, as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah, good. Good day for uh, OU. Well, alumni. I will say, hey, I will say this. There is one UFC fighter that the Horizon League can absolutely positively claim. And that is the heavyweight champion Stipe Miocic. And I say this not even because of the fact that Stipe wrestled for Cleveland State, but very little known fact, Stipe also played for played baseball for Cleveland State. And as we all know, Cleveland State, when they still had a baseball team, was in the Horizon League. I was about to say, I didn't realize Cleveland State played baseball. I, I, you just blew my world up for a moment. So Cleveland it. State stopped playing baseball in 2011. Makes sense. It, yeah, that was a well. You know, they were the, the Cleveland State's baseball team was ha, had been plagued with the fact that they're 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 they were pretty nomadic. So the team, their home games pretty much were all over the place because there wasn't a home diamond. So it it was kind of a pain in the ass for years that they didn't have a home facility to practice in or play in. So at the end of the day, John Perry, who you know who loved nickeling and diming everybody. Um, but, you know, his, his, John Perry's great contribution to Cleveland State is apparently to keep the budgets balanced and pretty much little else. Um, that, was, uh, that was what he decided, he decided to hack, uh, hack baseball. So, uh, and, and plenty of baseball alum are still probably a little uh, put out by the fact that John Perry did that, especially in the face of four years later him adding uh, – him adding lacrosse almost at the expense of wrestling too, which really sucked. <laughs> yeah. This is all news to me. I didn't realize that you guys had a baseball team that that recently and that you could yes. uh, claim a UFC fighter. So look at you go. There you go. But you know, but not to take away from Oakland from last week, obviously, like um, I said, it, as much Oakland, as it was good for Oakland, it, it was really good. It's good for the horizon league. And that's, that's awesome. Well, it's, yeah, especially again, as you mentioned, the fact that you got Curtis Granderson, UIC legend, Curtis Granderson, um, or as my brother used to call him, uh, brother used to call him when he was playing against him in fantasy. Damn you, Curtis Granderson. <laughs> You know, as a as the Tigers, because every time, because every time he turned around, Curtis Granderson was just screwing up his uh, beating, you know, helping beat, getting him beat in fantasy baseball. So, but yeah, so you know, the fact that we got, you know, he's doing, you know, he's doing commentary now post game. So that's that that's always a crowning achievement, especially when you're talking about when you're talking about a, you know, a sport that has has varying commitments around the horizon league you know and good thing that we have another team coming in in fort wayne Purdue fort wayne but you know they've been hovering around six teams for a while so i'm sure they're going to be very happy to have an extra team there and don't forget uh right state alum sean murphy right was playing for oakland a's and he had a very good series too even though they got bounced by uh, houston so indeed he did so yes i know i know you got you know i know everybody's jumping in for the basketball stuff but come on 
it's base. It's, it's a playoff season for baseball. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, and I mean, not, not oh, don't, to get... don't get me wrong. I mean, there, you know, when we actually get to Horizon League baseball season, I would not be able to probably pick a baseball player for, that plays in the Horizon League out of a lineup. Sorry for that, guys. <laughs> but yeah, it's good to know that you know moving. And again, it's my obviously my cognitive. I I live in this cognitive dissonance of a because I went graduated from a school that didn't have a baseball team anymore. I'd probably pay more attention if indeed we had a baseball team, but sadly it is not to be. And not to get too far off tangent, I mean, we're talking about, you know, especially for Oakland, what this weekend was like. Like, Oakland's got pros in almost every sport. They've got Steve Clark, who was a student body president at Oakland for for a minute there, which is a fun fact, uh, who's a goalkeeper um, in MLS. They won uh, with uh, Portland. They won the comeback championship, and now they're they're playing like the real MLS season is how they're doing that. We've got people on the PGA tour. We've got MLB. We've got M- NBA, as we talked about. Oakland's putting pros into the into their leagues, and the, again, that's huge for recruiting. It's great for the league, and I know other schools are doing it too. And I mean, we we need to continue to highlight that not just on this podcast, but in general, because I think it's really important, and it, and it helps the schools when you do recruit a kid that you know had these and you know these pro dreams to go look. You can get to the pros from here. Whether it's playing in Europe in basketball, playing in the NBA, you can do it from here. You don't need to go. You don't need to transfer out anywhere. You know, it can be done, and it's really nice to see that being highlighted right now. Speaking of playing pros overseas, I do understand that Xavier Hilmez is now playing in Russia somewhere. That's what you were talking. I actually didn't see that until you had said it, and then I went and found found a little bit on it. So I have cool, absolutely man. Like, know where that is. <laughs> Honestly, it's in Russia, so I have no idea. Somewhere in Russia, got it. But you know what? Again, he's playing, and he'll do well over there. You know, right. and that's um, Campy has been great about. And he's not obviously he's not the only one. We obviously you know we've had you know we we've talked to so many. We've already talked a lot about you know those people who are already going, who are playing overseas. You know, this past season we we you know. Bill Wampler, who we've been trying to get on the podcast. I know we want to get him on the podcast. We're going to work on it still. I know he's 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 just started playing in Germany. He just got Jordan a contract Blount. in Germany. Jordan Blunt is playing in Spain. Um, Targus Ferguson is over there. There's a handful of guys who are playing in England. Uh, Mark Hughes and Devontae Flanagan are over there. Jalen Hayes course, is, in, is in London or is in England. Is, he is indeed too. Um, obviously, Sandy Cohen just won a, uh, I believe Sandy Cohen just won a championship with Maccabee Tel Aviv, and then of course I believe, and if and of course you can never forget about Norris Cole because he's out in, uh, he was in Monaco last season, I believe he's playing in France this season. We had Kay Felder on with us not that long ago. Kay has been t- was tearing it up in China before COVID. Not sure if he's back yet or not. I'm not sure how their league's playing out, but another one. I mean, he wasn't just playing in China; he was starring in China. Exactly. So. But yeah, so we know that we know full well that, you know, again, as you mentioned, you know, you play in the Horizon League and it is, I think this is true for any mid-major. If, if you're good in the mid-majors, there's somebody paying attention to you. They may not be in the conference. They may not be in the association, but they're going to definitely be there. There's definitely going to be some opportunities, you know, here and abroad. You, you can make money doing your doing your job. What a great time, though. I would bet any. By the way, we had to Kembe Dixon on. I bet any amount of money he's back in the G League next year. Yeah, if that's what he, wherever he wants to be, he's he's, he's shown he can do it. Exactly. So, um, so we definitely. So that's it's good to know. It, it's it's good that we have this. You know, we we have these Horizon League players in the pro. And you you mentioned it goes beyond just beyond basketball, and you know. 
that's always a you know crowning achievement for for the Horizon League in general. So it, it's good to know, and and I'm sure I don't doubt it that we're going to have Horizon League players this coming. We're going to be graduating next year, who are probably going to be finding their way else. I mean, you know. And they may, again, may not even be basketball for all we know, you know, and, and again, for all we know, not necessarily basketball. I mean, let's, let's not remember, um, you know, let, let's not forget, you know, you know, if you're, if you're a tall stocky dude who, uh, who, you know, is plays forward and, you know, has some decent hands, there may be a future for you as a tight end in yeah. the NFL. Who knows? So, I mean, uh, if I remember, uh, Diggins at UIC, who's going to be a senior this year, was a top-notch volleyball player. Watch him, you know, go play on the men's Olympic volleyball team. I mean, that dude's got ups for days. Like, you never know with these guys. You know, it's there's athletes and pros at, at all all spots. You know, we didn't even talk about women that are playing women's basketball overseas. You know, there's a bunch exactly. of those. They're, 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 they exist. So I don't know where we're headed with this in theory, but, man, <laughs> Horizon, Horizon League's doing good things, and that's a, that's a good day. And I'm glad we took a second to uh, highlight that because we don't do that enough sometimes. We're caught really up in all just- the other stuff. Yeah, of course, because, you know, there's other stuff going on. Well, I mean, to be fair also, I mean, we've had so many guests on that we don't really get get into too many of the conversations. Cause, you, you know, know mo- most uh, Horizon League coaches and ADs don't necessarily want to talk about, you know, Oakland's pro PGA players right now. But it's important that you and I have taken a moment to talk about that. I don't know, I'm going to be honest with you. Who are the Oakland PGA players? I have no idea. Uh, Brian Stewart has been on the tour for four or five years. He's doing great. He's probably, honestly, Oakland's top earning um alumni at this point i think he's made over 10 million dollars on the pga tour last i checked and then they have they have a recent one who just started uh jacob keener i believe is his name Uh, he's a recent grad and he's done one or two pga events so like they're they're doing things which i mean i don't know if you've ever been to oakland's campus there's there's a beautiful golf course on there um, golf is the thing here they've got a great golf coach uh you know sports I've never been north of Detroit, man. What are you kidding me? <laughs> Come hang out. It's a good time. It's a beautiful <laughs> campus. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> no, like genuinely, it's a beautiful campus. I'm sure it is. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. It's um, not like that dump of Cleveland stuff. I'm just kidding. Hey. Hey. You must have saw like an earlier photo from like the 90s when I was actually there or something. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. But yeah, back when I went to school at Cleveland State, there were—I th- swear to God—there were three where th- where there are now buildings and you know good developments, and it's not the campus. It, the campus at Cleveland State right now in 2020 is not the campus that I went to in the 90s. There were we had three lot. We at one point in time we had three parking lots that were just dirt lots. <laughs> that's that what sounds that's, like a park that waiting was, to happen. That was Cleveland State in the 90s, right there. <laughs> That was the embodiment of Cleveland State in the nineties. So, but it was a good time. <laughs> right on. Yeah. So anyway, um, you know, let's go ahead and talk about the schedule because we don't know what's going on there. <laughs> talk about well, how about we talk about the little bit that we kind of maybe sort of so, know about the schedule? Yeah. So as of right now. Um, obviously since the, and it's been well documented that scheduling is a giant train wreck for a lot of people at this point in time. And Horizon League is no different, especially on the non-conference side. So, you know, what we, what we are hearing and what we do know, at least on a couple of fronts, 
is that there's at least a couple of teams that are going to be doing, I don't remember, that are going to be working on some sort of MTEs, obviously. And for those of you scoring at home, MTB, MTE multi-team event. So, you know, when you see things like the preseason and IT, that's an example of that. So there's a couple of, as far as I know, there are a couple, there's at least three teams that we know of that are going to be working on those type of environment, those type of, going to be involved in those types of situations. So at this point in time, we have, first of all, we we can confirm, and Matt, you can confirm this, of course, that Oakland is going to be heading down to Xavier for a four-team event. Which I think what we're learning about these MTEs, as you talk about this one as an example, is they're trying their best to honor what they've already had had in place, but realizing that they might not be able to, and then kind of making it work. Yeah. And so for us as Horizon League teams, like we kind of have to let the big teams, the Power Fives and such, figure uh-huh. out what they're doing and then how we fit in that. So with the, the Xavier tournament, Oakland was supposed to play at Xavier this year. They okay. Were. And so what they're and they were also supposed to play Toledo this year. I believe there was they some back indeed. and forth about. Yes. So what they have done is they've actually been able to put a multi-team event together at, at Xavier. So for Oakland, they're able to continue their Xavier uh, game. They're able to yes. continue the Toledo game that they were supposed to have. Then they've added a Bradley game in to fill out for something they might lose. Like, you know, it sounds like they're not going to get to play Michigan this year because Michigan likes to duck Oakland. Not really the case, but that's my narrative I'm going with right now. <laughs> but, so, well, actually, they do like to duck Oakland, but they weren't. This, that's not why we're not playing Michigan this year. That's that's what I'm saying. But Understandable. But um, so, you know, we're going to get to add um, Bradley in while still honoring two other games we were supposed to play with Toledo and Xavier. And I think for Oakland, that, that's a great tournament for them, not only competitive wise, but also trying to keep with what they had planned. And so I think what we're going to keep continue to see is Horizon League teams finding wh- what, where their puzzle piece fits. Hey, I'm supposed to play this and this. OK, can we get everybody in one place and kind of make something happen so everybody kind of wins? It's making the best of a really bad situation, which is really what 2020 is at this point. Yes. Yes, it is. It is a giant shit sandwich and we all got to take a bite. What was it? It's a it's a train wreck or it's a dumpster fire inside of a train wreck, train wreck. inside Wait. of something else. Yeah, I, don't, I, I forgot the quote, but you know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I know, do you? I very so, rarely know what you're talking about. No, I don't. I, you, well, I mean, come on. I, haven't I made it? Haven't I made it abundantly clear? I'm just talking out of my ass most of the time. Yes, but yet we all listen. <laughs> this is very true. Very true. And thank you all for listening. As as I'm going to again say at the end of this particular podcast. Like, are you signing off? Hold on. That that'd be a real. Hell no! Question. Are you kidding me? We haven't even, we haven't even scratched the surface yet. Haven't even scratched the surface because while Oakland is trying to figure out their whole thing, um, Cleveland State apparently fell into a big thing. So Cleveland State was at the beginning, uh, November 10th, Cleveland State was scheduled to play Nebraska. Now, obviously, because of the decision by the NCAA to reschedule the start of the season to the 25th, that game had to, had to go away. And so the conventional wisdom was 
that the that Cleveland State was going to play because they were also scheduled into another MTE, the Paradise Jam, which was originally supposed to be in the Virgin Islands. Obviously, because of COVID, that's not happening. The idea was that was going to be rescheduled into uh, a venue in D.C., but that doesn't seem like that's going to be happening either. So Cleveland State jumped on board with this super mega I want to call it uh, a – I mean, it's probably the best kind of definition of a bubble you can get because as of right now, Cleveland State is involved in like this – as of right now, there are – it'll probably play – it'll actually probably change again in the next – you know, as we're recording this. But as of right now, this – Nebraska has officially decided – has official – is officially hosting – a multi-team tournament. It's a mega large tournament. As of right now, we have two. We have eleven teams in this tournament. So, this, and this is being reported, but this was being reported by Matt Norlander that as of right now, Nebraska's event includes not just Cleveland State and Nebraska, but LSU, Illinois State, Oklahoma State. Not sure if they're going to be playing you to the bat, so you might get a little jealous this year. Nevada, Northern Iowa, also apparently Western Kentucky's been added on, and San Francisco, and there may be more. So I think, I guess, as I understand it, the the idea what's going to be happening in this particular tournament is that they're going to play a couple of games at specific various home sites, which may or may not have any, which may not qualify, which may qualify as just actual home games as opposed to being a part of the MTE because the MTE, I believe as of the MTE, how many, and I can't remember how many games are limited to the MT in the MTE. I can't remember if it's two or three games they're allowed to play that qualify as an MTE for the NCA. I cannot remember how I they. I assume it's three so everyone can play each other, but I, I don't know. Yeah. So, and I can't remember. Unfortunately, I can't remember either. So, but if this does come to pass, and there are 12 teams in this particular MTE, that pretty much takes care of almost all of Cleveland state's non-conference schedule. Perfect. <laughs> it, it, and keep in mind, it, it, maybe even more than that. And it, it, it depends upon, and obviously it's going to depend upon the way the conference schedule plays out. We'll get into a little bit of that later, but that is almost perfect. And, and best of all, Matt, best of all, the Gates family reunion is still on. Oh, thank God. I was concerned that we weren't going to have <laughs> have that but now i can rest easy for as you for as you uh for uh, for for anybody scoring at home nebraska's uh one of nebraska's assistants is armand gates who is of course dennis gates's brother armand gates also by the way was one of the people who were being uh, who were reportedly considered for the uic job as well so so the family reunion's still on it just got a hell of a lot bigger and so, that one's that one's great. There's there's another family reunion MTE Horizon connection as well, not to that tournament, but to a different one. Um. Now, would this good? Which one would this be exactly? This would be uh, Brad Calipari and Detroit Mercy heading into Kentucky for 
a, a Calipari uh, family reunion in the MTV. Calipari event. family reunion. Yes, I almost forgot about that one. Too. I know that's why I'm bringing it to the table just so we can remember that so Detroit Mercy of- does have themselves a, a pretty good spot to be for this off season or for this uh, early season. That is true, and I can't remember who else is involved in that. Who's going to be? Who else is involved in them? That MTE besides Detroit Mercy and Kentucky. I cannot remember for the life of me. I've seen a couple different things. If this is the most recent, because they're called, I think it's the Bluegrass Showcase. Last I saw, yes. uh, Hartford, uh-huh. and uh, someone else, and Richmond. Last I saw, if really? that's still Richmond. Accurate. Mm-hmm. Richmond, who, by the way, I can't remember who who actually predicted them as a potential Final Four, uh, Final Four team, which would surprise the shit out of me. But yeah, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough road to hoe for Detroit Mercy, especially when you have a team that's you know have like a million new guys. And yeah, but it could make them it. it could make them real good real quick too. I, I uh, indeed it would. Indeed, as much it as I would. like to talk down on Detroit Mercy, I'm. Uh, being real careful with my words right now. Just telling you. There you go. So now they're not the only ones, of course. But yeah, I knew. Yeah, there was. And again, this is one of those situations where Detroit Mercy was already scheduled to play. Was already going to be going down to Rupp Arena and play Kentucky already. Now, of course, you know, now of course it's just just like in the Cleveland State situation. They've rescheduled it and they're gonna mash it up into it into an MTE. So there you go. Well, and like I was saying, that's kind of seems to be where the Horizon League's figuring out where their puzzle piece fits is letting the their their, their top non-conference people figure out what they're doing yeah. in this MTE world and figuring out if they can continue to keep that game honored and slide in and pick up a couple more games through that. And that's you know. Yeah, exactly. So cool. what exactly? So one of the other things too, obviously, there is now. I think we had mentioned, and I think we had mentioned this, and I believe we had had a little bit of a conversation about this with Jer, uh, Youngstown State's coach Jared Calhoun uh, when we had him on in May, where they were looking to put together an MTE at the Beakley Center, and. Obviously, with COVID going on, we didn't know kind of where that stood. But as of right now, according to John Vargo, that is still on. Um, that they'll be playing, and they are, they're bringing in Eastern Michigan, SIU Edwardsville, and Niagara to that game from the 20. And that'll be played, according to John Vargo, that's going to be played from November 27th to November 29th. So, um, so I guess the, so in terms of, so, so it looks like as of right now, that one is still on. So you have a handful of teams that are, it, you know, if these things get finalized, they pretty much, given the truncated number of games they can play, they pretty much well got everything all squared away, mm-hmm. which is a huge advantage for some of these teams. Now, the issue, of course, is then the issue, of course, that you have is that now, you know, obviously – there's an issue with the buy games. A lot of these are going to go away. There's going to be a major hit for a lot of these teams, um, specifically Detroit Mercy, who basically lives on buy games during the during the non-conference. At least they have the last couple of years. So that's going to be problem. That might be from a from a budgeting standpoint, that might be problematic. But I mean, it, again, we we knew we this is kind of baked in the cake. This is this is we're living in a COVID world at the moment. So you know, you know, for what me, you, local, what are you going to do? As an Oakland person, it's interesting because we've talked about, you know, Greg Campy has this clause in his contract where he gets to keep the money from one of the buy games. 
really? you know, what does that do for to his contractors? He kind of go, I don't care. You know, I, I talked to a Horizon League coach uh, yesterday about a couple different other questions. And yeah. basically right now, they're just, seeing, if, if assuming everyone's living the same life, and I assume they mostly are, oh, they're yeah. really just happy to be able to get in a gym and work with their players and start figuring out who the hell their teams are. Because exactly. if they, you know, if they have any new pieces, any anything they got to figure out, they weren't even sure what if they were going to get to this point. So right now, you know, scheduling is one thing, but you know, when you're talking about money from a a buy yeah. game or any of those other stuff, they're just happy to be getting in the gym with their with their kids and and figuring out, you know, what this team might look like come January, February, March. Exactly, and then you, yeah, and. Not the and we just talked about four teams in the Horizon League. We have no idea what's going on with the rest of the going on with the rest of the league, in, up to and including Wright State because Wright State was it was announced back in I want to say June that the that the that the Raiders were supposed to go to Nashville to play in the Music City Shootout, and they were supposed to play against Valpo, Tosin, and Georgia State. No, I'm not sure. There's really kind of, and it's kind of been up in the air that nobody's really sure if that's still going on yet. Um, so we don't know what's going on with that. We don't know potentially because it sounds like Wisconsin Madison is going to be doing something in their general vicinity. Are they going to involve Green Bay and well, Milwaukee? We don't know. You know what is you know what does IUPUI and Fort Wayne do? Purdue Fort Wayne do? No idea. I mean right. th- these are questions we don't know, and I think we probably won't know until you know. We're probably not going to know for at least another couple weeks. Well, and so. you have the added wrench where you know you talk about Milwaukee and Green Bay, which are yeah. fairly close, you know, to each other, but they can't get into the same MTE because they can't be playing each other out of conference. This is true. So Indeed. it adds that extra wrench, and um, there are no exhibition games this year. I've been told. No, uh, there are the not. Now, there are actually no 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 exhibition games, and there are also no close scrimmages. Uh, the secret scrimmage thing, I I've heard there's some question marks around that about how those are seen by everybody and what they can and can't do so i have a feeling if they happen from what i'm understanding if they happen it's going to be even quieter about it than usual yeah so so let's so and and some of the again given some of these turn uh, given some of these mtvs like for example if the cleveland state MTVs? i heard mtv mte mte i not mtv so Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so that kind of shuffles us into the conference schedule, which, again, no idea what's going on. So that one is going to be – that's going to be another interesting wrinkle because at this point in time, you now have 11 – you have 12 teams and – Everybody's kicking around ideas, it sounds like. Um, the one that John Rothstein has been kicking around is similar to what a bunch of other mid-majors are thinking about doing, is that having a team go to a go to a specific school and play twice in the uh, to uh, go go play twice, once on probably Thursday and once on Saturday, or however they want to do it. That's, I guess that's one way to do it. I don't see, I, I, it makes sense from a practical standpoint, not sure how that's going to make, I don't know how that's going to shake out in the, this ain't, this isn't fair 
because you know they're going to have a you know they're going to be playing on their home you know teams are going to be playing on their home court twice. I don't know how that's going to I don't know how that's going to shake out. But again, this is a situation where we may not you know we may not have too many choices in the matter. The other question that we have too is that how does this work in terms of the conference itself? When how many games are they going to play and when does it start? Are they going to go with 18? Are they going to go with an 18 game schedule? Are they going to go with 20? Are are is everybody going to play each other once so they have a 22 game schedule? These are questions we don't have the answers to and it's going to be a thing where um if it actually and I believe John Vargo had, when he was reporting about that MTE for and the Beagley Center he had mentioned that you know that could be contingent upon a 20 game schedule or a 22 game schedule um and so I don't know if they play 22 games the conventional wisdom would be they start playing the the Horizon League starts playing in what is it they'll start playing in December and go all the way to the end of February so they give they get more than they get enough time to you know, they get enough time to get everybody, get all the games in and call it a day. Whether that actually happens or not remains to be seen. Honestly, because of the fact they have this many teams in the, in the they have this many teams in the conference now, you know, from a competitive, you know, from a competitive, you know, net standpoint, I'm not sure that's a great idea. I mean, you know, I'm not sure, you know, but it, but at the same time, is it any different from any other time? You know, is it any different from the last two years? Is it? I don't think. And so, I mean, I haven't thought through this idea a whole lot. I'll admit that. So, yeah, it, it, this my my harebrained idea might not really work. But why not? Do you have a harebrained idea. I have lots of harebrained ideas. That's what I nice. do. Nice. But um, you know, if you've got twelve teams in the conference, why not send three teams to a location? So two yeah. teams into. Let's say send. I don't know. Um, example. Send Northern Kentucky up to to Oakland. Oakland, Detroit and oakland for a weekend you know bring them in on thursday and you have thursday through sunday to play each other twice in there and so you can have little pods of, of games where you so you have time to test kids and still make sure that everyone's you know healthy in between and really all you're going to do it's not going to be perfect we know nothing's going to be perfect but you can make no. sure that you pretty much have your seating ready for the conference tournament yes exactly now the one wrinkle to this of course is that um, if they go through this Thursday through Sunday schedule, which I, you know, so if, if that indeed is the case, you know, you're going to run into an issue at the end of the year where you have, you know, you're going to have games on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Not sure that's going to work. I don't know. I don't know. I think like I said, I'm just, I'm just talking on my Do you butt. Really wanna, but, but, but yeah, that, I mean, uh, and I'm sure at some point in time. We will figure out exactly the full extent of the conference schedule. It's got to come soon, and we're seeing it. You know, there are conferences that are already putting out their schedules. the The Missouri Valley's out that got their schedule out already. I I have the up. I believe I absolutely believe that the Horizon League will get theirs together at some point in time, and what it looks like remains to be seen. Again, there is the potential. Again, there is a potential that all 11 teams are going to play, all 12 teams are going to play each other. Mm-hmm. If that indeed is the case, that actually, again, the fact that they got 12 teams in the Horizon League works to their advantage because, you know, scheduling 20, you know, you're 22 games ahead of everybody else. 
and you don't have to worry about it. You know, you don't have to worry about all you have to worry about is those last, you know, three to five games, depending upon whether or not you're in an MTE or not. Right. You know, so, if you, so for example, if you're a Cleveland State, if you're a Cleveland State, if there's a 22 game schedule for the conference, and then you go play this, uh, you know, go play this super, you know, Nebraska thing, you're all set. You got five games. If there, there's going to be 12 game teams that are going to be involved in this, and you know, two of them technically don't count because they're going to be outside of this, you know, outside of this venue, I guess. I'm not sure how the whole thing is going to work per se. And, you know, and I'm sure those of you who are smarter than us can, I'm sure can articulate this a little better than we do. But yeah, I mean, if that's the case, even if they play, even if they like separate these teams out by like three, you know, you know, in three groups of four, you still only have two games that you got to worry about. Same thing with Youngstown state. I mean, this is, you know, there, there are certain, it's a, you know, and again, and or say same thing with the Youngstown State, same thing with Detroit Mercy, same thing with Oakland, theoretically, same thing with Wright State. So it, it's going to be an interesting situation to see where exactly they they all land. Hopefully, we find out a little bit more in the next couple of weeks. God, I hope so. <laughs> and I mean, that's like you said, that's really what this comes down to is someone smarter than us is going to not only need to get this solved, but soon. Or explain it to us in a way that we can understand it. I need really small words. Nice. Yeah. Well, maybe small words for you. I'm going with big words. So no, uh, words, not a lot. Yeah, this maybe, is maybe pic- pictures are great. You know, pictures are good. Your video is even better. You know, kind of, kind of, you know, work on powerpoints. Always fun. People still do powerpoints. I, you know, I, I know that. Google, um, what's what's Google's version? I forgot what it's called. Slides or whatever. Google Slides, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, we can't say PowerPoint anymore now. It's called Slide Deck now. So yes, thank you. Yeah, that's how old I am because you know because everybody's got their own little version of this stuff. But yes, if somebody could explain that to this, this would be awesome. Um, by the way, I am a full running assumption that the Horizon League, if they do. Uh, you know, obviously in years past they've done a media day. Um, I'm guessing that's going to be a whole different ball game this year. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be like virtual and you know. On sounds, and it sounds like us sitting on a on a on a Zoom meeting for a while. That's what that sounds like. Yep. Better block out some time, buddy. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm nothing but time over here. There you go. <laughs> So um, with that said, we're gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap the uh, wrap this all up. Um, like I said, uh, follow uh, follow the Twitter account Horizon RT. Um, we we've got stuff that we're gonna lock down, and we'll probably have an announcement about you know everything that we got coming up from the week of the uh, to from the week of the what is it week of the 18th all the way to the start of the season. We're gonna definitely be you know we told you what we got for sure but we definitely got some stuff you're not going to want to miss here very soon and definitely look at look for us on our website horizonroundtable.com especially the week of the 25th with preview week you definitely don't want to miss that i mean Um, we we really are the one-stop shop for horizon league getting into the season for whatever the season's going to be i think at some point in time we have to have a conversation about what are we at this point? Because obviously we started, you know, when Jimmy and I started this whole thing, it was basically a couple of fans just talking out of their asses all the time. And sounds accurate. Well, it is. 
it's true. I mean, we didn't really get into, I mean, it was just a podcast with him, me and him. We just, you know, you know, we, we set up a time on Sundays to schedule it and just talk, you know, constantly for like 45 minutes to an hour on the very back end. I think at the and I, I've been thinking about this for the past couple weeks, for the past few weeks, and you know why, and we don't need to get into why. Um, but as far as what we do is concerned, I'd like to think we've kind of grown beyond just a fan site. Yep. I'd like to think that. I'd like to, given given what we have done in terms of the. In terms of the content we've put together, in terms of the people that we've had on this podcast, in terms of all of those things, you know, I, I'd like to think we've gotten to a point where we, I, I, I dare say we are on par with a, with a mid-major madness or a busting brackets. Yeah, I said it. Especially when it comes to what to this league, we we don't focus on all mid major. There, there's so much to cover, and some of those sites do such a good job glancing everything. We're not doing that. We're covering Horizon League. And I'd like to point out also too that it's. I'd also like to point out the fact that there are certain places in this conference that are there's a dearth of coverage. There is a dearth of coverage. UIC is in the Chicago market, and they're competing with at least seven different teams, not including the, uh, not including Illinois. Cleveland State is in the Cleveland market. You would think they would be have the run of the place, but you know everybody likes Ohio State. You know, Detroit Mercy and Oakland are competing against each other, and also having to compete with Eastern Michigan, Michigan State, Michigan, and whoever else is there. Um, you know, even even Wright State has to compete with even Wright State has to compete with Dayton. Northern Kentucky has to compete with you know with Xavier and Cincinnati. You know, Louisville. and in, in certain Louisville and Kentucky. So, you know, in terms of dedicated coverage, and you know, obviously we we don't have we 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 are limited because of you know the resources that we have, and we're thankful for them. But we are open to sponsorship. Bling. Paging Culvers, I'm holding out for them. You you want that one? I I absolutely I want that like a fat kid needs cake, <laughs> or a a, a concrete mixer, or a concrete Culvers. True, <laughs> very true. Very See, this true. is why we don't have sponsors. You're not ready to plug them. I am. I and I and I was there a few weeks ago too. I was there a couple weeks ago too, and yeah, they got the they got the pumpkin stuff too, which is really good. Um, if if you're into that pumpkin sort of thing. <laughs> But, but yeah, so I think we, I think at this point in time, I know we had started this as a, just a fan podcast with a couple of guys just, you know, blathering on about, you know, uh, you know, talking about, you know, what we were thinking at the time, but I think we have kind of, it's, it's an evolution and, um, and I, I know that there are there there is a a question about what we are in certain circles, and I'm here to say that I think we are we are now at an evolution point where we have moved past just being a couple of fans talking about talking about just talking about whatever we think about in our heads. Right. We are we are now a a full entity where not only, we have, 
not only do we have people, you know, focusing on specific teams, but we, you and I and others have the ability to reach out to people smarter than us, and we use them. We're not just talking out our ass. We do that too. Exactly. But there's usually well, we're really good at it too, by the way. There's just... usually a base behind what we say, even if we can't talk about why we say it. There's usually a reason. Exactly. And also, too, I'd like to point out the fact that, you know, we've actually broke news on this and this podcast, too, by the way. Free Rashad. See, exactly. So, yeah, you, you know, you broke the Rash- you broke the Rashad Williams thing. I, 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 I can't even say broke because it was out there for four months, but I, I broke the Dennis Felton suing Cleveland State thing, even though, God, seriously, four months. It was sitting. The lawsuit was sitting out there for four months, people. <laughs> Shined a big old flat or a big old spotlight on that, going, "Hey, we're gonna look at this or just ignore it." By the oh, way, that one's gonna. Okay. <laughs> by the way, uh, just a just a quick update on that. Uh, the because of COVID, the the trial date is has been bumped to next July. Oh Jesus! I mean, by that point, geez, by that point in time, he'll have been fired from Fordham, and you know, he's gonna he's probably gonna need the money. <laughs> Sorry, him and him and McLean are working on their next movie. Yeah, probably so. All right, but yeah, but again, I mean, this is, I didn't want to get too much into this. I'm, it seems like a standalone, I mean, this just seems like a standalone episode anyway, but, you know. I don't know if anyone wants to listen, but yes, I, I agree. But no, you guys know what we are. I mean, you know, you guys know that we have kind of, we, we have, we have kind of built this into a, you know, built this, built the Horizon Roundtable into not just the podcast anymore, is what I'm saying. And I think, you know. If we can, you know, and, you know, and I'm glad and I'm very thankful that, you know, a lot, uh, most of the, by and large, you know, we have been pretty, you know, we've, we've been, you know, well received within certain circles. Yes. Do we talk out of our ass sometimes? Yes. Do we say certain incendiary things? Yeah, probably. I mean, come on. But that's us. But that hasn't stopped any of you either, by the way. (laughs) People, people are listening. Exactly. So, and so, um. I, yeah, and again, I I kind of got off on that tangent. I but but I I just wanted to kind of get that off my chest because I know full well that we've been, you know, that that's something that I've been thinking about for a while. Well, that, and um, that tangent was really directed at a few specific people that may or may not even ever hear it. But I know. But you know what? I think. But I think it's in. I think we no. And I I, I actually address this in general because there is a perception that we're just a fan site or just a podcast, and I don't know if that's really. I, it seems like we're, I mean, we, there was a point where I think we were kind of in the in-between. I think we've, I think we've kind of gotten to the point where we have moved into another kind of realm altogether. Are we a, like, are we an according to Royal Media site? No, of course not. Are, but are, do we provide something of value? Yes, of course we do. Maybe we, I unless think you guys think unless you guys think we've we, we've literally been the same podcast talking out of our asses for all this whole time, which of course you know I understand and I'm sort of okay with. <laughs> right. But that's where we're at. That's where we're at, and you know, again, as we move forward, you know, as we move forward, you know, the season's coming up. We're gonna. I know we're gonna have content. We're definitely gonna have content. John's going to drive himself crazy putting together the power rankings again, I'm sure. And, you know, we're going to have a lot of other things going on. And I, I think, and I'm looking forward to it, really. You know, again, because, you know, but, it, and again, we're, you know, it's, 
And, I, and again, I bring this up in the face of, an, of probably the busiest offseason we have ever had on this podcast. I mean, it's been, th- you know, we, we've been doing, the, this is the third offseason we've done, well, the fourth offseason we've done. And this is the busiest one we've had by far. It's just going to keep getting better and better. People, people are uh, aware, and that's what's cool. Yes, exactly. So, um, all right, I'm going off. I'm I'm getting off of that right now. So, um, yeah, definitely follow the definitely follow Horizon RT at, on Twitter because um, we're going to make a few announcements on who we go, who we're going to have a, coming up in the next couple weeks. Um, HorizonRoundtable.com. Be sure you catch that again. Very always important. You definitely don't want to miss the week of the 25th. We got preview week coming up, and then always, always, always subscribe wherever podcasts are found. I'm you know they're everywhere. You know I know you use Spotify, Matt. I use TuneIn. Um, Google Podcasts is a weird one because they're transitioning from the Google Play Store to Google Podcasts, and we're having a little bit of a translation issue there. So if you're using Google Podcasts to follow the thing, eh, I don't know if that's going to be. We're, we're still working on that, but there's like a million other ones. I mean, we're on Pandora for crying out loud. We're on iTunes. We're everywhere. <laughs> if Just there's listen. a new one we haven't even thought of yet, we're going to be there. So Just listen. That's all we ask. Just listen. It helps. Just listen and and really again. One last time, thank you all for listening. So that's going to do it for us. Thank you.